Have you ever been asked to be more strategic? If yes, what does that mean? What does being strategic mean? And this is not a tricky question. I just realized that there are so many different understandings of what strategy is that it it can mean different to different people. So um, last week in the DMBA course, we were tackling exactly this module. We were talking about business strategies. So I decided to reach out to the students and actually see if they ever been faced with this request. Hey, you should be more strategic. And if yes, how did they understand this request? So I analyzed all the answers I got and it feels to me that there is one big understanding of what or um, yeah, a big understanding of what this means, being more strategic. So it kind of feels that when you're asked to be more strategic, this means to think bigger picture. Right, so either maybe um, you need to connect the work that you've done with the work uh, of somebody else, or you need to connect the goal of your project with some higher goal. Maybe you need to add some business acumen to your slides to understand or to explain what you've done, not not just in the words of design, but also business. But basically, this whole part is kind of uh, thinking bigger picture, just tying your work to the work of others. And also, if you Google the term strategy, it says that strategy is a plan of action designed to achieve a long-term or overall aim. So this kind of supports this understanding. However, in business, strategy has a much more specific definition. So business strategy is a decision uh, of what to do and what not to do. Or basically a decision what to invest in and what not to invest in. And a business strategy has a very, very simple aim, which is to make our company or our product different, not better. And the whole aim of the business strategy is to give us a competitive advantage. And a competitive advantage means that we create something that's hard to copy. We create something that has so much value and is complex to to copy so that our um, company can actually extract enough value to be profitable and to have enough money to reinvest in new products. That's the goal of the business strategy. And I'm going to repeat the main part or the keywords again. So this is what to do and what not to do. So in other words, business strategy is about trade of decisions. And I think it's best to explain this with one example from uh, an airline industry. So traditionally in the airline industry, you only had these more traditional airlines or sometimes called premium airlines, such as Air France, uh, KLM from Netherlands, Lufthansa from Germany, American Airlines, um, etc. So um, they were very well known for the first ones to enter this space, the first ones to offer the air travel, and they were kind of known for high prices too. So what Southwest Airlines, so the first low-cost airline in the world, did was very revolutionary. And this is due to their business strategy. Basically, their decisions what not to do and what to do. So what low-cost airline uh, segment or what Southwest Airlines decided to do is to completely cut out, for example, food from their system. So they didn't offer food on their planes. They had much uh, smaller legroom. They uh, they didn't offer you to book different seats. There wasn't like an option between business and economy seats. Um, they didn't offer lounges. And they just had one aircraft, Boeing 737, I believe. And all of these decisions really cut down their cost, 
right? So their cost structure was much cheaper than the cost structure of the traditional airline who served food on planes, who had different aircrafts, meaning they had to educate their uh, pilots and um, uh, staff to run different aircrafts. They usually had a huge hub, which is like a one big airport where they had their airplanes and that costs money too. Uh, and all of these decisions add up. So what low-cost airline segment did was cut all of this um, and not invest in all of these things, cut their cost structure and offer the airline to at a much lower price. And the reason this is a trade-off decision is because for premium airlines or traditional airlines, it is impossible to compete with that. Many have tried and failed, you know, because at the first time when Southwest Airline came out, a lot of these traditional airlines thought, hey, let's just do the same. We should start our own brand, separate arm within this company, and also have the low-cost um, routes or lines. Um, but it just didn't work out because they still had a very high cost structure uh, on the overall business. So this low-cost arm did not work. And this is an example of a trade of decisions. You're trying to create strategic decisions. You're trying to make strategic decisions that are hard to copy by other companies in the space. So again, strategy is about making trade-off decisions, making you different. Not necessarily better, but different. So now, basically, if you're being asked to be more strategic, you have to understand what they're asking you to do. One way to understand it is the typical way. I need to think bigger picture. I need to understand the bigger goal. But sometimes, in certain cases, they're going to ask you to work on a strategic project. And in that case, you should be thinking business strategy, which is this different definition. It is making trade of decisions. It is making decisions about investments. What do customers care about? So what should the business invest in? So it's really crucial when somebody asks you to be strategic to really understand the difference and what you should do in this case. So I just want to give you another tip. So if you actually um, end up finding yourself in a strategic project, so where you have to design a business strategy, not just be thinking and connecting your goals to the whole um, to higher business goals, but actually making this trade of decisions, here is a four-step process that I suggest you take. Um, so basically, step one, you need to understand the cost drivers of your company, of this product or service. You need to understand what do companies in this space invest in. So for airlines, that was the aircrafts they chose, the um, airports they flew from and to, um, the seats they had, the legroom they offered, the food they offered, the lounges, etc., all of that stuff. Um, in the second step, so after you understand the cost drivers, you can use these cost drivers to create different scenarios, diff different trade-off scenarios. So for example, if I would be the designer working at a Southwest Airlines when they were pioneering this space, I would probably create two sketches. On one sketch, I would have... Uh, a normal aircraft with the normal legroom and basically just explain the whole scenario. So this is the price you would usually pay. You would have a very comfortable legroom. You would fly from this airport to that airport and it would, gonna, it, it would take you this much time. On the other side, I would say, okay, what you can pay this much less and have a smaller legroom we, you don't get any food, but you get to your end destination faster because of this and this reason. Um, 
which one would you choose and why? So I'm confronting the user with the trade of decision uh, and asking them to just choose and pick one. So through that, I'm trying to understand also what the business should invest in by users making the trade of decision and explaining to me why they would make it. I can also later make the trade of decision and make a strategic recommendation to the company. Hey, we should invest in these features. We should invest in these different activities because that's what customers care about. And then in step three, I would test it with users. What's really important is that you're not just trying to understand would they choose A or B scenario, but actually trying to understand the whys behind it. Because sometimes the whys or the reasons why they give you a certain answer really give you the this this necessary meat or necessary details to actually make the decision. Because sometimes, even though they say B, through the reasons they give you for the B scenario, you can see that actually they would prefer the A. So that's super crucial. And then in step four, you create this coherent user offer and explain what the investments behind that are. So, you know, as designers, always start with the user perspective, explain what trade of decisions or trade of scenarios. We show to our users which one were preferable and then through that create a whole story of activities or story of features we should be developing to deliver on this promise, on this value proposition, and hence what we should be investing in from the business perspective. Cool. I hope that's uh, understandable and helpful. If it is not, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to have a discussion around this and maybe shoot another podcast in detail about this strategy design process. Um, so you can find me on alen at beyondusers.com. So A-L-E-N at beyondusers.com. Um, so again, to recap the difference. So the big thing is when somebody asks you to be strategic, you should uh, really ask them what do they mean about it because sometimes they're gonna just really mean yeah just pluck this in whatever you're working on to bigger goals just think bigger picture but sometimes you're gonna be asked to really uh, design a strategy to make business uh, strategy decisions in those cases you should follow the second part of the podcast conversation where we talk about making strategic trade of decisions um cool so that's everything in this podcast um as I mentioned earlier, we are just running the third version of the DMBA and the next one, the DMBA 4, is going to start on February 24th, 2020, so next year. But if you want to be uh, notified when the applications open because the seats are limited, you can sign up on beyondusers.com slash DMBA or simply d.mba. Uh, so you can just sign up for the waiting list there, there and you will be notified as soon as the um, as soon as the applications open. So that's, again, all in this podcast. I wish you a very pleasant day. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. My name is Wojtek. I design at Publicis Sapient in Sydney, Australia. First of all, thank you, Alan, for having the drive and passion to share the knowledge. I have to admit that after over 10 years in the industry, I got slightly disinterested. However, the MBA got me excited again. So cheers to everyone who made this experience so damn good. Thank you guys.